DeRozan sees an opening, drives and throws it down! DeMar DeRozan with the slam! Fires, it goes off the left, and score! Oh, what a play by Duchesne! And what a catch! Oh, God! DeAndre Hopkins! You don't like that? You don't like NBA basketball! The Bot Pod with Pierce and Johnny. All right, welcome back to the Bot Pod. It is Thursday, June 10th. We're taping this at 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern. How is it going, Johnny? It's going well, man. Um, Yeah, two Thursday recordings back to back. Not yeah, our normal schedule. Not our normal schedule, but you know. We're grinding. We're we grinding. make it work. You know, life's life's getting busy. Yeah, it's uh You got you got house stuff. I'm you got I got no on the road stuff. Let lack of house stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, um no, it, it's well, yeah, I'm we doing well, man. Sweet, sweet. We soldier on. There's a lot of sports right now. We're currently oh, man. in the middle of a Bucks Nets one point match right now in the third quarter. So that might finish up during this taping and then Big game for um, Avalanche and Golden Knights. Big swing game six tonight. So Huge game. So we'll maybe get some live updates on that. But first, we're going back to the gridiron. It's been pretty quiet over on the NFL side. But we had it a has. big, big post-June 1st trade. A.J. Brown, Julio Jones are uniting up in Tennessee. As a Colts fan, I'm sure you're not crazy happy about this. But uh, what are your thoughts on the trade? I believe yeah, it was, um, Atlanta got a second was, and a sixth for Julio. Yeah, so second and a sixth. Um, but honestly, a win for them for getting out of the contract. Yeah. I think. And like maybe their doctors know stuff that Tennessee doctors didn't know or just the regular person doesn't know about his injury. Yeah, I mean. Um, his health and stuff like that. So I really like this for the Falcons a lot. Um, like obviously you don't want to be losing a top tier wide receiver but like especially like in julio but at the end of the day over the past couple seasons he's playing half the season and yeah it's just not it's just not looking like the like he looks like the same julio but he looks like half the season so um i get the movement it's awesome they got out of the contract uh i am gonna just add like why why does Tennessee focus on this rather than their defense? Yeah, like, their defense they're gonna have is a booty. Sick, they're gonna have a sick offense, but not gonna be able to stop anyone on third down. That's basically where they're at. And I'm super stoked to be watching their games. Like I've already True. loved watching AJ and I Tannehill, love that guy. But um, you know, this is a it's just kind of a weird decision by Tennessee. I felt like he could have gone to so many other teams, Julio. Um, but I guess not a lot of people were willing to take on his contract and injury history. So yeah, interesting. it's interesting that it he landed also, up there. I'm just thinking of this now. It also could have been like, I'm pretty sure the Falcons, they were not wanting him to go anywhere in the NFC for them to like, to like burn him in the future or anything like that um so yep. maybe the titans were just like we don't want like say the patriots or the ravens or someone else we're going to play in the playoffs get julio so let's just get him and like wide receiver two is kind of a need for them too so yeah losing Corey davis definitely yeah they needed someone to fit that role to be honest though if they didn't 
AJ was like gonna be my first wide receiver. Yeah, he's um let me pull up pull up his uh ADP stuff. He's gone down. He's like he went from T people's like wide receiver four, like like down into double digits now, like the high teens or or not high teens, the low teens. Um That's interesting because like Ridley was so high last year. Yeah. Actually no, he wasn't ranked so high, but he did so well. So why wouldn't they expect AJ to do similar? Um, I just think it's also just the nature of that team with Derrick Henry because yeah. in in Atlanta you had a shell of Todd Gurley and some random guys. Um yep. no, that's fair. So I think that's it. But like I I think Julio let's let's just see where they're at here. Um, I mean with their defense, they're gonna be tossing the ball. Yeah. So. Yeah, true. So probably won't be, won't be. He's moved down a couple spots here. Ridley's moved up a lot. People like oh, that, yeah. that he that he doesn't have that anymore. Um, let's check Kyle Pitts' draft here. I was about to say Pitts looks so nice right now. Uh, I'd I'd love to have Pitts in a couple spots this year. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm also a little confused because Julio Jones is like, I want to go to a quarterback with a big arm, but I think the quarterback is like a lateral move for him. Like Ryan Tannehill and Matt mm. Ryan, it's like, it just seems the same guy for me, <laughs> to be honest. If you just slap different jersey on him. Maybe yeah, Tannehill's yeah. like a bit more legs to him nowadays, but yeah. Very similar. Great, great move for Tennessee as a team. You don't love it fantasy-wise, except if you're Ryan Tannehill owner. You love that a lot. Yeah. But. And I don't think there's a ton of like defense options on the market. Um, You can correct me if I'm wrong, but... Like, that's just, like, my main question. Like, for Tennessee to go and pick up and bolster their defense? Yeah. Yeah, there's not much. A lot of the guys that are still available are your guys that are older. So, like, like Melvin okay. Ingram and Justin Houston, like, older guys that are probably won't be hugely impactful. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. via trade right now is no one's disgruntled. So, yeah. And Aaron Rodgers is still a Packer, so there's that. True. No idea what's gonna happen there. He's probably gonna stay though. I think he'll stay there. I'm just betting he'll stay because just better to not be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah. So that's it for football. We yeah, that was fun of, to we got a lot fun training, to get the gridiron yeah, there. Training camp going on now, so you'll hear a bunch of just crazy stories. Like I saw one that Trevor Lawrence, his first two passes were picks. Yeah. So so he's gonna be a bust. Everyone was already saying. <laughs> <laughs> be careful what you see out there on the training camp beat reporters going off so dude tim tebow i mean <laughs> he's gonna lead that team no yeah, question he's taking the coin toss week one boys <laughs> yeah oh that's jokes well let's uh let's hop over to the ice let's do it like we said we got it's actually it's kind of sad how how it's slowing down so much in this round two series are completed yeah. Which series do you want to do first? The sweep or um, the... Let's one? talk sweep just because that's like... It's such a... It's just a... It's worth the conversation. Um, Wait, quick question. Did you see Shifley's uh, inter- er, press conference like the day after? Um, about his family? Him? No, there was one... Oh, day after they got eliminated. They got eliminated where he said he thought Philip Deneau was going to stop him, but the player safety department stopped him. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw that? I kind of cringed. No, I... I, I saw um like I just saw card. like a little meme of it yeah I cringed I cringed he said something yeah. along the lines of that like he's like oh I was going into the series thinking that Philip Deneau was gonna be the one trying to shut me down but in instead it was the NHL player safety department that shut me down yeah that's really cringe I cringe because like you shut yourself down is is 
Yeah. That's what happened. Or like your team put yourself in a, put you guys in a, like you played a bad 59 minutes or I guess Philip Deneau shut you down for 59 minutes, putting you in a spot to pull your goalie, um, putting you in that spot to make that dumb play. So yeah, I, don't know, I just kind of cringed at that. Yeah. No, at the end of the day, you got to make your bed. Like if you, if you can't he, blame he made them, his right? bed, you can't blame that. On yeah. Them. No, he, sure. They're inconsistent. He made but... his bed. He made his bed that he was going to go in for that hit no matter the consequences and that was a stupid stupid decision by by like i thought obviously four games is quite excessive i on the, at the end of the... i did too i thought it was that the nhl player safety department is been very inconsistent um yeah this offseason i will say but that yeah and like especially you get to say they shut you down <laughs> like you can't especially postseason where you know there needs to be like an increase in like physicality and everything like yeah like you know that's gonna be if, the case if so someone actually like literally like did something like shifley and like another team and it was like pretty brutal like two games is still huge yeah like if you give someone four games like that is i in my like previous mind of this past not lot not using any evidence from this year but four games you literally murdered someone yeah in a playoff series that literally like yeah back and in the day i feel like last week i said that four games is like okay but i'd like i was expecting three yeah. but like the more i've been thinking about it, it's like this is these are the playoffs they play all year four there's an increase in physicality and the guy like evans isn't like that badly hurt like obviously like obviously it was there it was a bad hit and obviously all that kind of stuff but it was quite excessive the punishment and but at the end of the day shifley like you made that hit you're like the star of the team so you of all people should be aware that if you're gonna do something like that you you're gonna have to deal with the consequences and if the consequences if you didn't like it or not you made your bed and you better like you better stick with it and not complain for the decision that you made Okay, we're on the same page yeah. on that. I was very cringe. I apologize to Winnipeg Jets fans. He honestly, that was your series. Him not being. Oh there. yeah. Him not being there. Hundred percent. Um, want to talk Montreal side a bit? Uh, Montreal looks great. To be completely honest, like the fact that they got like Romanov and Tatar on their like bench right now, just chilling, ready to be entered if there's an injury, and they're running four lines like with great minutes, Deep, all of them. Man. Like they are like crazy. They're so deep up front, and then they're D. They're running four D for like thirty minutes. Like these old geezers that have like not even the best offensive ability are just shutting everybody down. Like Edmonton, Shabbat, Petrie, and Weber are like unbelievable. And then Price, like this guy is playing out of his mind. So overall, I'm just like I'm quite baffled by what's happening and like with the way they keep playing obviously losing to vera's first round muzzin and then now shifley in the second round like we don't really know what they're going to be able to do with a team without like that doesn't suffer from their stars being out but i think like they they've made themselves to be a real like playoff team if you told me a week or two before the season um it would be in whatever i don't know if it's called the conference finals this year because there's no conference but if they were in the equivalent of the conference final i would have laughed you out the room but if you would have told me this is exactly if you told me carrie price is going to play on their head on stand on his head game in game out he's going to be hot and they get a little bit of injury luck 
on the other side uh, that's like the only way i could literally see it happening yeah like just i think it is power teams like with scoring or anything like that like they needed carry price to, to stand on his head and he has so like i think it is important to note that Tofoli was unbelievable all year even if he was on a bad team like his goals per game was fantastic and at the start of the year the canadians were like the second hottest team in the north division and then they hit a huge slump huge injury and slump, so like I think, right yeah, so you like you know they have it in them, but going into the playoffs, you didn't expect for like a full switch. Yeah, like well, you, you know what they, the turning point was for them. They had that? they had too many defensemen in their uh, in their system there. They didn't know who the guys were, so then they just let Victor Mete get claimed by Ottawa. Um, and then mm. this was less decisions for them to make defensively, so they knew exactly who they had to play. So I really there think we go. can just credit this to all to Ottawa taking Victor Mete off their hands. Oh, very true. Very true. Exactly when it all. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same there page you go. with that. Yeah, yeah. We're we're on the same page there. <laughs> yeah, Carey Price is a beast. He's gonna and also he's gonna need to be a beast um this year. Oh year. man. Playing either Colorado or Vegas, like I <laughs> I have no idea. Like last last round I thought the Jets were gonna take it, but they completely proved me wrong. But man, do like, are we gonna have to expect a lot of like a lot of greatness come from the Canadians yeah. and from Price, and maybe even another injury to like McKinnon or Stone or something? <laughs> yep. Okay, let's move to um, another series here. Yeah. Boston versus the New York Islanders. Honestly, another to me another surprising team, but watching them through this run, the Islanders, I can see how they've done it, and it's a very impressive. Yeah, I had. I had Islanders. I'd have to pull up my sheet. I think I had Islanders going through in seven, and so they did a game earlier than I thought. The Bruins, though, like here's the thing. Like that was my prediction beforehand, but then watching the Bruins after first round, I'm like, yo, the Bruins are gonna beat the Islanders. The Bruins look insane. But at the end of the day, when it came down in this series, in my opinion, <laughs> can you hear the dog? No, I can't hear dog. Is there a dog? <laughs> yeah, he's freaking out is he Bruins oh it's because it's because our owner this is driving down the driveway so he's <laughs> he's super excited um okay i'll keep going but so i thought the like the main problem going into the playoffs for the bruins was their d like all they really bolstered bolstered up was getting mike riley who played so, good who played good who played good but that that hole showed especially in game five and six when you're letting in Five goals and then six goals. Yeah. Like didn't Rask also they, kind of be injured a bit? Yeah, a little bit. But Islanders looked legit. I'm very, very impressed. Back to back year is going to, uh, I guess you can call them the semifinals. I yeah. think they're what's what they're Stanley just calling them, but semifinals. yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, great series. I honestly man, thought I the Bruins love, uh, were going to do it. Pelich, man, that's a sick D pair, dude. Their D is so good too. Yeah, and all their players. All around, their whole team is just buying in. Yeah, Beauvillier is nuts. Brock Nelson and Peugeot are just unreal. Dude, Another, like, you can, we're Nelson. just going to give credit to the Sens again. Dude, the Sens are taking Peugeot. credit for what, whoever. We got uh, Peugeot. We got the whole Victor Mete situation going through. So, looking good for the Sens, I'll say. Yeah, 100%. And you even got Stone, so. 
Yeah, we got Stone there, and then uh, Kale McCarr is technically a senator, too. Or, I mean, uh, Bowen Byram, sorry. Bowen Byram oh, Bowen Byram. Yeah, I was going to say McCarr. What? Senator. Bowen Byram is technically a senator. Hashtag you're welcome. Um, but yeah, I thought Boston was going to go through. That line is just sick, but you're totally right on their, their back end. Is, it's honestly, like, it's usually their back end that's, like, sick for them, but now just a lot less good than in the past with chara back there and yeah like rask in game five rask led in four goals on i think it was yeah yeah 13 or 16 and then the next game like what was it i'm gonna pull it up yeah four goals on 27 so and then two empties so this is bad yeah it's too bad um but hey islanders are through poor 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 john taveras Honestly, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Like <laughs> that is actually rough. Tro- he went to Toronto. He got a to... bag. Though. He's got a bag, bro. He's got a bag. He's got a bag, and he's playing like hometown. But three seasons, all out first round, and <laughs> the Islanders out in the second round, out in the third round, third round. Like what? Is... Oh gosh. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, last series um, here that's finished. Um, lightning yeah. over the Hurricanes. This was kind of just the. A bit of a wash series for me i kind of knew that lightning were just too good truthfully yeah man this was uh this this was a wash series like holy smokes the lightning is are great their defense is cannot be highlighted enough i think people like underestimate and they they raise up like teams that we already talked about with like the islanders and Canadians and even like the Knights, which we could talk about, and so many teams have good defense, but the Lightning, holy smokes, their D is so amazing, and Vasilevsky is another level, like best goalie. It's like best goalie. Lucky enough to get it past their defense, you got to deal with Vasilevsky, (laughs) who's always in the right position. Yeah, yeah. So not much. Yeah, see Carolina. Great young team. Honestly, like, oh, they're going to be great for a few years. What needs to be done there other than just let their players develop and play more? Oh, yeah. Like, I think that's just really it. Right? Like, that's you just got to let them develop. That's a great spot to be at. Obviously, you, you hate running into the, one of the hottest teams in Tampa Bay in the playoffs, but like, at least you're not like soul searching. Like, I don't want to bring up the Leafs, but like, the Leafs after they get eliminated are a bit of soul searching. The Oilers, especially, like you want to lose and kind of feel good about it, and that's what I think they are. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree completely. Completely. Did you see the um? I think it was like the Carolina tweet about um. Oh man, their Twitter's uh, outstanding, by the way. Oh, it is. Um, but there was a. I think there was like a jab. I think they actually took it down, but there was a jab against uh them losing with like an asterisk around losing yeah um because making a claim to the lightning winning just because they manipulated the salary cap that that sounds uh a little petty but yeah but that sounds like their twitter is like very kind of uh they're very culturally honest yeah yeah especially after that nashville series was was pretty funny too yeah i mean lightning looks like the favorites right now for me yeah they're they are looking up beat trochek yeah. played on a mcl sprain in the second round yeah Jeez. i love trochek i just see here they just said um, y'all are the defending champs for a reason congrats lightning and then the handshake line so maybe they oh there you go before but yeah. it um okay now we gotta talk about like the probably one of the most like entertaining series dude this series is 
crazy, bro. This series is wild. Like, well, this could definitely like look like the finals. Yeah, it's two one um, Vegas right now going into the first. Yeah. But how dirty was Mark Stone's overtime goal yesterday? And how absolute filthy was Alex Tuck's baseball bat goal yesterday or two days ago? I know, man. Holy crap! And then the Avalanche. No, the series got it all. And stuff. If you like offensive, yeah. if you're to try and make a friend or like a family member turn into a hockey fan you literally just watch every game in the series yeah they like, literally have everything they even like defense both teams got a great defense yeah like it's and great goalies both like goalies grubauer and flurry are both nominated goals. finalists <laughs> i know it's this is like this is such an amazing series and i i am shocked that the knights have won three straight yeah and it's they're up right now i I just hoped for Game 7, man. How electric would that be? Oh, that's what I want, man. Yeah, so we're pulling for Colorado tonight. 100%. Pulling Byron, the senator, so yeah. Well, man, that flower, he is... Dude, if we get the flower and Carey Price series next year... That would be... That would be sick, just Team Canada going off. Yeah, yeah, what a series. I did... Rantanen's point streak did end. I think it was at 18 games. 18, man. Um... And McKinnon slowing down his ridiculous point per game pace in the playoffs. But this thing is crazy. I mean, like the Vegas has some really like Mark Stone's sick offensively, but he's also a really good defensive forward. People forget. Oh, he's like probably the best defensive forward in the league. Yeah, he is like out of this world on a two-way player. Yeah, he's very, very good at hockey. Um, he's just so smart. Yeah, he's just so smart. He knows the game so well, and he leads. He leads very, very well. So yeah. that that's something that annoys me, just because I don't like I don't like Vegas, and <laughs> I love Stone. It is what it is. Um, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I just want to know Brad Marchand, Nico Rantanen, and Mark Stone. Yeah, defensively. Nico Rantanen, really? Somehow Brent Burns. They're actually all. They're actually all. Well, Mark Stone is two point one, and Rantanen, and I guess Rantanen is big. If he gets into it, mm. maybe has a long stick or something. Nick Ransonen and Marshawn are 2.3. Oh, mm. Dry Saddle is actually the first forward. And so okay. Brent Burns is still listed as a defenseman slash right winger. So I don't know how that yep. works. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Well, okay. So we mentioned some awards last week. Do we want to get into those now? Or do we have any more playoff takes? No, man. I think uh, I think awards are good. We did a, what did we do? We did most valuable player. We did Hearts, Calder, Vesna. Yeah, Hearts. Calder. I think that's all. Did we do Vesna? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure we did. We well, if we didn't, it's Vasi. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's do Norris Trophy. Yeah, this is a big one. Adam Fox, Kale McCarr, Victor Hedman, two young studs that are gonna be in this Vesna or in this Norris conversation for a good part of the next decade, I'd say. Yeah. But honestly, Victor Hedman, man, great year. Are you leaning Hedman? I'm. I'm think I'm leaning Hedman. Just the team finish. Yeah, I think yeah the tough. team finish would definitely bring it up. Would, would go for Hedman. McCarr, too. I like Fox, great year, but just you didn't impact your team clearly enough to get an even playoff spot. So that's tough for me. Yeah, I think. Um, so, okay. McCarr is wild because he was a point per game. He missed so many games, but he, he had point per game yeah. plus 17. He is. He's like. The, it's going to be the McCarr trophy moving forward yeah in my opinion after this year this year is a little bit different because of his injury and because it was a shortened year but uh i think this is going to be the mccarr trophy moving forward um with that said 
Um, I'd actually probably lean Fox. Okay. Um, he had two more points than Hedman. He finished plus 19 to Hedman's plus five. And Fox also was up there for most like blocks by a defenseman. Like he does everything for them. So even though it didn't impact the team's record. And so maybe you're right. Like Hedman might get the edge there, but I just think Fox had one of the most insane years. So yeah, adjusted points. He had 71. They played 82 games. Yeah, that's nuts. Hard 66. I guess that's because he missed some games. And Hedman had 68. He also he missed Hedman missed two games. Yep. Crazy. It, yeah, it's it's a tight one. I like this one though. Yeah. I know. I have seen people ask why Barry wasn't in it because he led the defenseman in points, and I'm not even mad about that. Barry like Barrick isn't the full package. Barry he's had, just there uh, on the power play. Yeah, was he had like. 25 points on the power play, which is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He had, what was it, 23? He had 19 power play assists and then four power play goals. Yeah. yeah no, Barry just got elevated because of McDavid. Yeah. And, and his defensive ability is a liability. Too, so yeah. There's that. The other thing to consider, too, is like Hedman did have to like play without a Kutrov on his team uh, for the season. Stam goes out for a majority. Out, yeah. So he did have to do a lot for that team to be successful so like fox and headman between those two it's for me even though mccarr had the best point per game i don't think mccarr just played enough of the yeah, season when you've and uh games it's kind of tough but i don't know he's still sick yeah he's nuts rightly so i think all three of these deserve to be the nominees yeah. so i'll lean fox you got headman headman so we'll cover it unless camel car wins then he deserved it yeah um we did calder we did vesna oh we got Ted Lindsay, most outstanding player. Standing? We got between what's the difference between Cros- Lindsay and Hart? What's the um, between outstanding and so valuable. NHL. Um, PA I was just about to say. And, it's, I think it's because it's the players' association. Um. Okay. One's by the writers. One's by the players. Outstanding yeah. is by the players. So that's kind I think of tough McDavid gets so, half these players didn't play each other, but I do think it's McDavid. Yeah, it's interesting to see Crosby in there. But like yeah. everyone loves Crosby, so everyone loves Crosby, and he played without Malkin the whole year, so yeah, yeah, Crosby's stupid good. Like he honestly is surprising me more and more every year. Um, yeah, I think it's just not even a question. It's McDavid there. Yeah, Selkie Trophy. Uh, um, oh, this is literally Bergeron every year. Um, but I I want to give it to Stone. I want to give it to Stone. I I like Stone too, man. Even though it just sucked that I traded him away but he's yeah he's just so good on one of the best defensive teams in the league i don't like barkov is nuts defensively too and that guy plays like his minutes are insane because he penalty kills and everything but i would probably lean stone just with his effect on that team and um like even like the defensive leadership that he has i just yeah i gotta give it to him grinder guy grinder guy also bergeron missed a chunk of the year too i thought so he played 54 games is that right no two games really he only missed two two games no that's surprising okay one and where's barkov barkov missed six oh wow okay interesting i still go stone but (laughs) yeah same i like the Um, trophy as an award it's just a sick award yeah i love it that like you should get a bonus in your contract (laughs) yeah yeah what do you um how about the Lady Bing? Most lady gentlemanly Bing. player. Gentlemanly player? Well, Brady's 
Josh, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is this voted by the players? Mm, no, this voted by the writers. I, How do you tell as a writer? I know, right? Who, I feel like this got to be the players. I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I'm trying to find it a little bit weird. Matthews is here. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest, I don't feel like he's that like outwardly nice. I'm also and I'm on the NHL.com site and he's nominated for three awards and they've used three different pictures. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> it's all about those angles. Change it up, yeah. I don't know. I I have no take for this. I'm sorry. <laughs> How are we supposed to have a take? How is anyone supposed to have a take? Also the fact that they didn't play other teams. Like everyone was kind of jerks to each other this year because of division yeah yeah honestly okay i don't even know how i'm supposed to have a take here yeah. so we're just gonna leave it masterson though i do have a take you gotta give it to Patrick marlowe yeah you think so voted by perseverance sportsmanship and dedication to hockey how is that not patrick marlowe it's true he's literally played the most games ever how are you gonna say he's not dedicated i guess he is going up against oscar limbone though Rick. Yeah, I know. And Matt Dumba like, had, had uh dang cave. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone involved. These are all great. <laughs> Given to all we can make three this year. These are all great. Yeah. Matt Dumba, he started the I want to mess this up. What did he start? Didn't he start some sort From, of uh He was the Hockey Diversity Alliance, I think. Yes, yes, yes. With yes. Well, he's got that. Lindbaum literally is trying to play hockey through cancer. That's yeah. And then Patrick Marlowe's the Iron Man. That's tough. I apologize if you have to make a vote on this, if you're a writer, because that is a tough decision. I I lean Marlowe just because of the breaking Gordie Howe. Yeah. Like, that I is, like, the, I'm a one sucker of, for those kind of records and stats and stuff. So. Like, I'd also be fine with the other ones, but I think, like, Marlowe's, like, the most, like, specific to perseverance and, and dedication, dedication to hockey. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Other guys are very okay. worthy nominees, though. It's not like this kind of joke of a Lady Bing trophy, even though it's a very Lady Bing was a very, very gentlemanly guy. I would bet, but it's just tough. Yeah, it's weird how Matthews considered gentlemanly. That just like kind of confuses me. He's such yeah. a quiet person. I feel. I feel like Marner or like Jack Campbell or something would be more gentlemanly. Yeah, I don't if know. anyone and from the Leafs. Blurb but... here. It literally just talks about um how he. It just talks about his stats of the. It doesn't talk about anything about him being gentlemanly. Oh, it's primary. Like there's a lot taken in as far as penalty minutes. I'm seeing. Yeah, that's what the other guys. Oh, Matthews. Yeah, I don't know. It says five. Oh, Slavin only had one minor penalty. Holy smokes! On the top oh, line like, of his it's team. By, like, Penalty minutes per ice time, it looks like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wow. Yo, Slavin was crazy. Wait, so we're, we're tossing this to Slavin, bro? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. I'm throwing it in there. We got to have a take, so there you go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, Alrighty. Yeah, does that wrap it up for hockey? I think so. No other takes. No other takes. All right. I think we uh, jump over to the to the court. Let's get over to the NBA. Oh, um, 11 seconds left in this game. What's the score? 84, 83 bucks. What a defensive grind, dude. Dude, what in the world? Yo, Middleton and Giannis have 66 of the 84 yeah, points. Yeah, they had 35 at half. No one else is in double digits? What the heck? This is this is crazy. This is crazy. Um, But last week we left off with the Bucks and Blazers going to game six, the Lakers and the Suns going to game six, and the uh, Clippers and Mavericks going to game seven. That's where we left off. Um, 
The Lakers. No, we had we had Mavs and Clips game. Going into game six. We had no. It was they had just finished their game five. So they're going into game six. Yeah. Okay. So those are the only series that we were we had. The Clippers cleaned up in game seven. My only take out of that one is Luca needs a bit more help. Yeah. Um, but and Porzingis is not good. Porzingis. Can you admit this? Porzingis played bad. He's okay, a sick player. He's a sick player, but he played bad. <laughs> wow. You're so generous. Did you see what he said afterwards, though? The coach, he kind of is doing a Shifley. I'll admit this. Um, he was like, um, I was more of a uh, background guy. I wanted to be a co-star. Yeah. But yeah, he's not being given the opportunity. Yeah. It's like, but also okay. He's a white guy that shoots threes. But yeah, he needs yeah, to get more sorry. help. I'll admit, you need Porzingis as like a third guy. You don't, you can't have him as number two guy on. The yeah, team. but uh, I mean that last game, like people were putting in their fair share, but Tim Hardaway, after such an amazing series, puts up eleven points. Like yeah. he was doing and he was great. bragging like, that uh, the deal wasn't to get Porzingis; it was to get him. I know you can't do that, and then just blow a tire ah that last game he just needed to clutch up a bit but i mean you and i both had clips so it is what Kawhi, it is Kawhi time yeah Kawhi is clearly the best player in that series and that's why they won oh. yeah best on both sides don't get you though land like offensively this guy is an animal but enough 40 points a game is yeah. just i kind of hate the luka Doncic love though because like you hate the Doncic love yeah, because like everyone's like just saying, "Oh, he's amazing, he's so fun to watch, blah blah all this." Literally, he plays the exact same game as James Harden. Because he <laughs> can't shoot the free throws. Am I not wrong? Houston Does he Rockets, collect as much? Houston Rockets game James Harden is equivalent to what Luca was this year. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's so amazing to play," and then everyone hates Harden. That's why I kind of hate that because I'm a Harden supporter. But Doncic only like he this season he only averaged seven free throw attempts like per game. Whereas Harden, I feel like let me pull. Yeah, he, he Harden probably a little bit more, but like it's the same like just it's just so focused around him. No one else is really involved unless he's tired. But everyone yeah. just loves Luca and everyone hates Harden. So that's why I'm like screw that. Even though there's a bit of personality difference there too. So Donkic comes up more as like a lighthearted kid that came off of the bus from grade three. That cries to the refs every three seconds. Yeah. (laughs) But then Harden's kind of like the cocky douche that does whatever he wants and gets annoyed at his teammates. Yeah, they're both equal. You you want like a cocky guy or a guy that cries to refs? Well, they both got their problems. No, no, no. I'm not defending anybody. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. So that's why I'm just, I'm just pumping the brakes a bit. I'm not, I like, I have to respect he's a very good player and I'm not going to be like all you guys that like Luca, you have to like Harden, but I'm just pumping the brakes a bit on people being like, Hey, just check yourself. Okay. Just check. Yourself. You, <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Cause you literally sound like me when I talk about Harden. <laughs> It's actually really funny, but no, I get I get where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, and but also and also I guess he's not hardened because he can't make the free throws. So got there you there. go. <laughs> or he got himself there because that's honestly kind of why they lost the series. Yeah, because he was so bad, bro. It was bad. He, I don't know if it was. It was really bad. Like that's literally the storyline of that series was Luca can't hit free throws. Sure, he needs help, but he also needs a free throw coach. Yeah, roasted. <laughs> Boom roasted. Boom roasted. Um. Okay, we had a death of the Lakers. Yep. That was rough. I mean, sons, sons are legit, man. Sons are legit. Have I shared why 
my reasoning why I think the Nets versus the Suns would be the best uh, NBA final. No, but that was my prediction two two weeks ago, and you said Lakers. So I, I'm curious what uh yeah, just why you think that completely flipped because the Lakers just like suck. Um, I have six reasons for you. Chris Paul and Harden they had beef in the Houston Rockets. Yep. This will also be them battling each other for whoever gets their first title. Very interesting mm. storyline. Second one, Chris Paul versus Blake and DeAndre Jordan. Blake, Clippers, Lob City, beef. Got to settle that. Steve Nash, coach of the Nets, versus the Phoenix Suns. Either he crushes the dreams of the team that he played for and was their MVP for and played so well for, or his team that he played so well for crushes his dreams. Of being a coach and winning a title great storyline mm-hmm. also we'll be able to see vintage steve nash highlights on phoenix suns and nothing wrong about that yep four jeff green on the brooklyn nets he was a teammate of Shaq, and since for the beginning of time there's always been a Shaq teammate that has won on a title team so that needs okay that streak needs to keep going wait because that's wait pretty... that's one or that's been in the finals no, i thought it was been in the finals is it been in the finals or win the title one of the two i thought it was i think it's, in it's the one of the two. you're right it's in the finals I, I yeah. wrote on my tweet in the finals. Um, number five, both teams have never won a title. Good for the game. You yep. know, I love those small, even though New York's not small, but it's good to have a new title team, you know? Um, especially yep. since the last 10 years, it's either been a, a Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, or LeBron James, even though I just said Kevin Durant too. But Steph Curry, LeBron James, have, and Kawhi Leonard have won a lot of titles. Um, number six, and the last reason, Blake Griffin and Devin Booker have both dated Kendall Jenner, so it's the Kardashian curse. These are my six reasons why the Nets and the Suns would be the best NBA final. Thank you. Nice. I have nothing. I have nothing to add. That was uh, that was perfect. But uh, the Bucks, I'm all for it. Bucks just won. So it's now two one and Harden. Big is- win for the Bucks. Big win for the Bucks. Okay, so that's just that. Good, great job, Suns. Honestly, good team to watch. Devin Booker, Chris Paul going up against Nikola Jokic in the next round. Currently up to nothing. Um, yeah. But speaking of the Nuggets, they did take down your boys. Same time. Yeah. Same dollar. Portland Trailblazers. What are your final takes on that series? Bit of sadness. Bit of sadness. Yeah. Um. I mean, Jokic is insane. Deserves the MVP of the regular season. Carrying it through the playoffs. That last game, he looked great as ever, as always. Um. <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. is also awesome. Um, Dude, if you can stay I've healthy, been, man, that's a great player right there. Yeah, he's been great. And, um, like, when you look on the Portland side, obviously obviously Portland is moving on from their coach. They're looking uh, for someone to bring in. Either Lillard's going to have to get some good company or he's going to be on the move. So lots of stuff going on there. Um but overall, fantastic series. Sad way to go, but um, yeah, it is what it is. I also think Nurkic did a really bad job of handling um, Jokic. Yeah, like it is foul trouble but... every game, and then now it's just Ennis Cantor on him or Robert Covington, and that's just no, no bueno. No, exactly. But uh, yeah, the Suns do have a little bit more to throw at Jokic, which is why I think they'll be able to handle them. Yeah, they're cruising right now. I definitely think they're gonna take that series. Um, the Suns. Speaking of the second round, so we've talked about so Bucks got a must win today. Yeah, that was. But that was also 
Nets without Harden. It's so Harden, I yeah. still I still think the Nets are gonna take that series. Suns, I have taken it. Um let's talk about the Sixers and Hawks. This is actually a very interesting series so far. Game one, it was almost the most the second most collapse of an Atlanta sports team in a while. Um, even though they're known for collapsing, but they cleaned it up and won by four, even though they were up by like twenty with five minutes left. Um yeah. Embiid is literally just gonna run rampant through the streets of that team if he can stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really wanting to see so here's so we'll talk about some of the awards that happened today, but um I really, really want to see if Ben Simmons can shut down Trey. He did a lot better in the second yeah, game. Yeah, it was a lot better than throwing Danny Green at Trey Young, which I thought was kind of dumb at the first game, which is why it was such a big yeah. lead. But I don't know why you just don't have, like, why don't Kawhi and Ben Simmons just go- cover the other guy's best player? I know. Like, it'll just be What's way better. <laughs> it'll just be way better for your team. Like, I know you want to save their tiredness, but, like, the whole point of having them is their two-way game man you know, yeah like it's really only one way can someone like tell us if we're being stupid here <laughs> but like i feel like this is like like what is they going on have gone Why? To seven games if Kawhi didn't play just on donkeys the whole time i know um but yeah i'm i'm honestly i don't know if i'm surprised but like i'm a little surprised that they got a game off them especially in philly me too so good on them. I love villain Trey. I, I I just love having villains in the league, being able to cheer for villains, yep. like the Nets. Um, but yeah. Okay, we have a bit of yeah, a moment I... here. Uh, just to interrupt here, Aaron Rodgers just tweeted W. Um, right after the um Bucks and Nets game. I guess his Milwaukee connection there. But also he tweeted it right after the Avalanche tied up the game 2-2 in the second so maybe he's going to denver so conspiracy conspiracy um whoa so yeah i hate aaron Rodgers. screw aaron Rodgers. why is this on my timeline i hate you (laughs) um oh my word bro 66 out of 86 points 79 percent that's the highest percentage of points by a duo in nba history for Giannis and chris milton they got 68 points not 66 68 out of 86 yeah oh yeah yeah that's nuts crazy yeah it's definitely a must win in the series i know i know 3-0 is technically the first must win but like 2-0 against that team yeah lot of, lot of no yeah i'm super super happy with, for them um last i think series, we just got clippers and jazz yeah last series clippers and jazz best player in the series is Kawhi leonard um but the jazz won the first game by three yeah even game. though mitchell put up 45 with only 37 minutes. Like, Mitchell coming dude. back for the Jazz is something I said before the thing happened that needed to happen, and he's come back. Maybe they were saving him, but like he's honestly played so well for them, and they honestly need yeah. to continue, man. They do. He, yeah, he has really shown me that he's he's a baller. Like even like inching, getting closer and closer and closer to like top ten players in the league. Really, top ten? No, no, like. I didn't say he's in it. Like he's getting closer and closer. Like in top twenty. Like these playoff series, like he's averaging. I actually want to pull it up. You might have to pull it up for me. But he's like mid thirties. I feel like for points per game. Playoffs, he is thirty-one five and three. Um, forty from behind the arc, eighty-nine from free throw line, forty-seven from the field, which is all really good numbers. Yeah, and that's thirty-one. 
the game. And that's 31, where a few of those games against the Grizzlies were blowouts. And he wasn't playing the whole time, correct? He Exactly. So, I mean, this guy, he's... Uh, he comes alive he's, in the playoffs, man. I will say, man. He really does. And he's already put up five tonight of the seven points that have been scored for the Jazz. Already on pace. Already on pace, yeah. I'm... I am just very, very impressed. Like, what is what is going to be your main take for this series here? Because this is this is a lot tighter than I was actually. I'm taking. Uh, well, honestly, I thought it was always going to be tight, but I'm I'm taking Clippers. At the end of the day, they have the best player in the series, and you just gotta go with the best player in the series. That's Kawhi. Mm. He just took over game five, six, and seven in that other series or whatever. Just I'm going. Uh, so I'm going Jazz and six. Jazz and six. Yep. I don't, I don't know, man. Jazz Jazz won the year, uh, won the conference. Dude, I think they're frauds, they're... though. I still think they're frauds. <laughs> I also just hate Rudy Okay, I, I thought they were frauds going into playoffs, but Mitchell is frauds. just like... They are frauds. What? Who don't, are you? Don't let them lull you after a good game or two. Okay. Okay, Jerron okay. Jerron Liu is the coach, man. He's we'll see. We'll see. Teams. He's coach title team. You know, I might, I might concede some ground and say Jazz in seven, you know? Okay, I'll say, Throw that in there. I'll say Clippers in seven. I'll say a number. Actually, if the game go, if it goes to game seven, like it's gonna be Kawhi. So that's what I'm saying. It's either Jazz and six, player Clippers on seven. the court at all times. Jazz and six, Clippers and seven. <laughs> okay. There you go. Jazz and five and Jazz and four too, though. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, okay, percent. Okay. Look, they're they're up ten to two right now. Oh, that's, What's going on? That's ten to two. Mitchell's got eight points in two minutes. This is not the NCAA tournament, bro. Ten, eight points. Mitchell's is nothing. nuts. Eight points is nothing. Um, all right, all right. It's like two possessions and you're already back in the game. Um, yeah, should we do some awards talk? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, first, foremost, Kia, NBA MVP to Jokic. Yep. Yeah, something like the first time I'm, that he MVPs played every single game or something like that. Or for I like time. I like how, so is this the first M, M, NBA MVP for a center since Shaq? Um... Depends on depends on what you call Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan. Oh yeah, no, they're centers. Um, so two thousand four was Kevin Garnett, two thousand three Tim Duncan. Um, what do you call Dirk Nowitzki? Two thousand seven. He's a forward. He's not a center. He's a forward. Um, so yeah. Okay, but um, it was nice to see how Jokic and Embiid were the top two. Definitely, I think if Embiid plays all games, he probably gets it. I hundred percent agree. Team was so much better. Yep. I mean, not so much better, but better finishing. Best record. Um, I uh, I will add, I loved Jokic's uh, t-shirt in warm-ups. Do you see that? No, I didn't see that. What was it? He wore a t-shirt um, that basically had all of the... Oh, I did like, see that. Yeah, Who all of the... Shape, can't, all that stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah all yeah. that stuff, yeah. I loved it. And then on the I mean, he rocked it. Um, I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put that on Jokic to wear. I'm not going to lie. He seems like the yeah, kind of guy that kind of would rush off than... an MVP. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm totally with you on that. Did you know, did, have you seen his, when he got drafted? Um, He got, he's, oh, he's the MVP that's gotten drafted the latest in the draft. That's the fact. Yep. Um, he got like, what, 41st pick? Yeah, he's in the second round. And when he was getting drafted, there was a point in the draft where they just played a Taco Bell commercial and put his draft thing in this, into the, like small box on the right, you know, like when you get in the later rounds of drafts and they start putting yep. ads over all the picks. Yep. He used Taco Bell and Nikola Jokic, which is kind of ironic because of his size a couple years back. But congratulations, Nikola Jokic. You know what was kind of confusing though? 
Like, I feel like Jokic is a bit of a bigger guy, right? Yeah. Why on his shirt did he have too skinny as one of, like, the comments that have been made about him? Um. Was he skinny in the past? I think, like, his legs might have been too skinny. 6'11", 284, is that skinny? That's pretty skinny. I don't know. He was a kid when he was fat. Did he have fat and skinny on the shirt? Out of shape No, he had. He had out of shape, can't, no hop or no jump or can't something, jump, and then kick. too skinny. I don't... He has too skinny and overweight on the same shirt. What? Uh, yeah. So See, that, that kind of threw me for a loop. both at one point in his career, I feel like, so... That's kind of funny. Yeah. Just can't please anybody, I guess. Um, Go to Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Alluded to this with uh, Ben Simmons. Um, I thought Ben should have got it. I thought Ben should have got it as well. I hate Joe. I, I feel like it's like, he's the most cockiest guy ever. Most cockiest guy. And like it's this award's like slowly turning into like a center award. Yeah, true. Just like rebounds and rim protection. But like, yeah. yeah, like, I don't know. I definitely would have loved to see Ben the get it. But guard to win. Holy crap. The glove in 1996. Jeez. Yeah, that's and, so crazy. And before that, Michael Jordan in 88. Yeah, I thought I thought Jordan was the last one. So okay. there's one in. What did he do? I guess they don't even on this thing. They only have the blocks. They don't have how many steals did he have that year? He must have popped off. Because like four, no, I think it was like five years ago. I thought uh, Jay Rue should have been in conversation to get it, but like it's like guards aren't even like considered anymore. Guards should be man. Freaking. Oh, and Ben Simmons is. Ben Simmons perfect gets blocks as a guard too, so yeah, uh, he'll he'll win one, he'll win one for sure. Yeah, but, but I mean, I guess good job, Rudy. You've yeah, no, one of four people you, to get it three times. Screw you. <laughs> um, rookie of the year's not been announced, but who do you got? Randall Lamelo or Julius Randall got a most improved. I like that. Oh, 100 percent. The only guy that really could get it. Yep. And then uh, sixth man goes to Clarkson. Clarkson. I like that too. He played really well this year. Yeah, I think. Um, Wasn't like both of the guys on Utah. In, yeah, uh, it was between him and Ingles. Joe Jingles. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's like, and like the past three years has always been like Harold or Lou Williams on the same team. So yeah, it's kind. Of, that's kind of sus though. It is. <laughs> How do you have two six man guys? There's only one six man on your team in theory, right? I know. Just play one of these guys on your starter. <laughs> Yeah, what are they on. doing? You probably win more games. I mean, <laughs> I guess they did win the. <laughs> they won the West. This it's funny conference, so just roasting them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, idiots. Um, All right. And then coach of the year, Tom Thibodeau, Coach Tibbs. Yeah, I like this one too because uh, they weren't expected to do anything this year. Literally, no one expected yeah. them to do anything. They missed out on some big free agents that they wanted two years ago. Um. They did a lot with nothing. Trade for Derrick Rose, integrating him. Do you see Derrick Rose got a first place MVP vote this year? Somebody, yeah, he voted for. Uh, yeah, it's great. Funny. I um, to be completely honest, and like it was a really tight. This was so tight, um, for this award because it was between Thibodeau and uh, Monty Williams. Yeah, didn't and Monty I probably would win the uh, based on the coaches voting or something? I thought I heard he won. Um, Maybe. He got the most first place votes. He just didn't get enough second. Yeah. I but think he won I, based on the coaches or something like the coaches association or something like that. I would have given it to Monty. Yeah. Just because Phoenix went from, I mean, they both went from like zero to a hundred 
I think with the Suns finishing second, so and like they just look so dominant. I mean, I just I just lean it to to Phoenix, but yeah. I also great I know coaches. no one is gonna be, like be on board with this, but I also think there is a case for Steve Nash too. Um, first year coaching. I know he had like in theory the best team out of all those guys we've talked about, but he's literally had like they had like twenty five different guys on their roster. Everyone was in and out of the lineup through injuries, and he still posted uh, two seed in the East. So that's, that's fair. That's, that's a better that's argument get, that's than gonna most. That's going to get forgotten. That's going to get forgotten in this year. But I definitely think I want to bring it up because that's very impressive. Even though that's not really what Coach of the Year awards are. Yeah, because people will f- people think of Nash as the guy who has three of the best offensive yeah, players yeah. and let also 130 points against the game. Yeah. So. For most people, they would probably look at that and just be like, "He's this is just like a Brooklyn team. It's not yeah. a coach. But, also, but like, like no, that's a good Aldridge point. Stuff and everyone just injured and Kyrie just deciding um, to take a bunch of personal days and Kevin Durant coming off and bringing in Harden and all the drama and stuff. So there's a case there. It's not really strong. A lot of good candidates this year. So if there was like a, yeah. just a trash year for candidates, maybe he gets it. But hmm. yeah. Coach of the Year awards in most cases aren't like, hey, this is Doc Rivers. He's the best coach. He had the best record or whoever. It's like, did you do, did you exceed expectations with not a lot of like power on your team kind of thing? Yeah. Right? Yep. Well, I feel like that's uh, all the awards. Yeah. Rookie of the Year hasn't been announced yet. I don't think, but Lamelo no. or Anthony Edwards. Yeah, kind of a rough year for Ricky there, to be honest. <laughs> just kind of rough because Lamelo missed so much time, and Anthony Edwards was basically just said possessions to try and win it. So yeah, I'm actually gonna go with Ben Simmons. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring that back around. No, um, yeah, I know Lamelo injury just makes this all so weird. Yeah. Um, I think I still go Lamelo. I'll probably dish it to Lamelo like, too. The Timberwolves were just so bad. How do you? <laughs> justify giving that guy an award yeah. yeah like i would probably if if edward gets it it's like just because of that one dunk that he had on the wraps yeah he wore his foot without a no i'm just kidding there no he had a good rookie year but it was just uh it's just weird it's a weird voting uh with lamello just being out but i do lean lamello for sure Sweet. okay before we get into our favorite segment i'm going to present you my pierce's power rankings or Pierce's player power rankings, however you want to go. So um, this is just my top five power ranking players right now, currently in the current landscape of everything. Um, so number five of all sports of every sports, everything. Whoa. So number okay. five is um, Daniel Ricardo of McLaren. Just, just good vibes from that guy. Doing good right now. McLaren's doing really well. So just shout out to him. Um, power ranking number four. Jean-Gabriel Pajot, literally leading the Islanders right now in just the swag, just everything. 13 points this guy has. Guess who he's tied with? Nathan McKinnon. You think he's going to get yeah. two more points next series and pass David Pasternak for second most points in playoffs? For sure. That is Jean-Gabriel Pajot. Why did we trade him? I don't know, but he's sick and he's going to give you guys a cup. So that's number four. There you um, go. Number three, Luke Kennard. He scored like 12 points in 11 minutes in game seven. So... Good for him. Um, number two, Mark Stone, six snipe in overtime. Um, we'll do another little live update, even though everyone knows what the score is. It's three two Vegas right now. Um, and would you look? Oh, never mind. Mark Stone doesn't have a point, but playing well. 
I just know. Um, and <laughs> just know. <laughs> and number one is uh, Blake Griffin. He's he got some dunks. Um, and he's he's literally filling in Harden's shoes that he's gone. So good to see that from Blake. Yeah, Blake's been doing fantastic. So, I've been super impressed. So I'm. Those are my power rankings right now. We'll see where everyone switches uh, next next episode. But yeah, love it. Victor Mete almost made it, but he got edged out. It, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. Well, I think it's set time. Let's get it. Is there? Um, I don't know. Why don't you start? Um, I'm gonna start with the bot, and my bot okay. is building furniture. Mm. Or like, oh yeah. Or like, it's yeah, building furniture. Or like, we had to put in like light fixtures and stuff too. Just being in awkward locations where you need to like engage your abs and twist things with your hands. Yep. It's just rough all around. So I'm just gonna throw a bot up to that. We're almost done though, but. Yeah, building Dude, furniture. Uh, that heart that I'm not looking forward to that. I built I'm just going to get everything off marketplace. That was uh, six screws total. So that was pretty sick. Mm, that's huge. When you find those. But then I found those are gems. I had a table that was like, like 80,000 pieces of dowels and screws and notches and stuff. I was like, oh, my word, this is going to take forever. <laughs> but yeah, bots up to that. Um, My bot is um so. I'm still living uh, at this uh, at my friend's place, this beautiful cottage-like area. Um, it's been an absolute joy. Um, but today we had this random cloud that came over and pelted us with rain. Hey, we got that and... yesterday. We had that exact cloud. It was like a flash flood. Oh, no way. It was a flash flood. Yeah, no, that's a good cloud. Um, but so here's like the problem. So this is the only like problem with, uh, with this cottage and this time is that when it rains... On a, like a cottage, on like a steel roof, Oof. it is so loud. You, it sounds like you're in World War II bunker. Yes, and I was in a meeting with a client. Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah, like, and it was just like chopper gunner down right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, I had to like turn off my camera and then mute myself, and um, I basically just like typed in the chat like. Just having a little bit of like internet issues, be right back. <laughs> and then, but so thankful that this cloud was so quick and it went away in like two minutes. Um, and then I was all good, but man, it was a, uh, it was hilarious. But yeah, that was uh, this roof. It's, it sounds sick and it's cool, but not in a meeting. Um, okay. My, uh, my beauty. I um I actually learned how to water ski since I've been here. Oh, that's which is super fun. Water skiing. Yeah, I've never I've never been good at water sports. Well, I'm, nice. to be honest, I've never actually I've never like done it I because try. I, try. I don't want to embarrass myself. Yeah, so I'm I'm by I commend you for getting up and doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, my groin does not commend me oh. for anything. Um, but. Yeah, cause like growing up, it was always just land sports and own sound and stuff. Never really had a had a boat to do all that kind of stuff. And then when I, I went to tubing. camp, I could do tubing, but I can't do any of that. Like, yeah, tubing, tubing is like tubing, and like I did like windsurfing and stuff. But anything that's like, whether it be like 
wakeboards or jet ski or slalom or anything like that i like never been able to like even really try and so we're uh i was actually talking with cass and we're actually trying so our friends here they also have a bridge that's uh like probably like at least 20 25 feet in the air um and we're trying to get get cast to jump off it before we end up going home uh, at the beginning of next week and uh she basically said all right if you do something that you're scared of then i'll do it and i was like okay like name me something because i really have no idea and they said i have to change a poopy diaper um (laughs) and i'm not even like that scared of it i just don't like it it's just gross um but then i ended up doing it and they're like okay that was like lame um that was super easy well then so then once prison said like are you scared of water sports and i'm like i mean like i've never really done it and so like i'm sure like would be nervous but i don't think i'd be scared and then my buddy was like all right let's go for a rip right now and i'm like okay and so just put the skis on and figured it out and got it up in like five tries and now uh now i'm loving it but apart from my groin and my uh my pecs because it actually takes a lot more it takes a lot more physical effort than i would expect so true but yeah it was a lot of fun definitely a beauty of mine and now Cass is gonna have to jump off a bridge over the next uh couple days that's sick how tall is the bridge like how far from the water yeah i think it's like 25 feet or something okay so it's not like anything super substantial but it is for cast like i've jumped off and it's pretty it's pretty fun pretty far but uh, yeah yeah um beauty for me what is what is a uh, what is beauty right now oh uh started watching uh yesterday there was uh on disney plus the show loki came out first episode mm. that. pretty sick nice no spoilers but uh it's a pretty sick show it looks like so toss a beauty over to that nice Honestly, sneaky good uh, TV show season uh, this this uh, summer, so excited for that, getting into it. Nice. Ted Lasso, you know, coming through. Oh, yeah. When is that coming through? That's this summer, too, and then Rick and Morty's this summer. I Carly, I was talking about last episode, uh, but Ted Lasso. Hmm. I'm excited for their season, two. Yeah. Because they'll be in the Division 2 or whatever, right? Yep. Because they got relegated. They got relegated. Dude, I am so stoked for that show. July Literally, like, the best show. apparently. Unreal. I'm super stoked. Yeah. Um, And then we're going to go for a beat right now. And I'm going to give it to my boy John Mayer. His new single, Last Train Home. Nice. My house is, like, I have to take the perimeter of Winnipeg to go there for my apartment. Mm. And it's just a good driving song. Um, nice. All John Mayer is, but yeah, that's my beat. Love it. Uh, my beat to finish off. Um, I'm gonna do another Hayden Kalman song. Just got released. Uh, and it is called "The Parts I Hit Away." God, check it out. It new new single. Absolutely love it. Sweet. Uh-huh. Awesome. Last game updates before we sound like idiots. Holy crap, it's four to three for the Golden Knights. Have we got any points for Stone yet? No, but he's playing well. He's just he's playing just well playing on well. the defense, you know. Let's, yeah. just, let's see what he's done. Let's see his line. We have plus one, one hit, two blocks. Oh, oh yeah, see, he's just going full defense. Um, Yeah, that a boy, Mark Stone. And then in the basketball game, almost the end of the first, the Jazz went back to not bad. All right. 
And I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Peace. I'm on my business, stack chicken like what it's gon' be. Crew in the cut, and hey, you want us to run when I tell a bit peace. Love is love. Love is love. I love. Bindo, bindo with the switch again. Boy, deliver like he heffinin'. Call with digits, give him estimates. Summer sauce for my Benjamins. I got, I got what you need, baby. Start the Chevy, make a scene, baby. LABB been the team, baby. Bimbin Papa worth the G, baby. Look, labs on the finish. Had a handful of limits through the hand. Got a bag, now the hands in the business. For my hand, it's a ticket. Talking miser for the biggest. That's a comma and a comma and a comma. Gotta get it. I've been playing with the minutes that they been should've gave. And I'm flipping every digit that they been should've paid. Had to find a way to get it. No, this isn't what you made. If I ever wanna dip, then I'm brink with the blade. And I'm brinking a blink on the brink of some dumb shit. Watch how I move, cause I know the brink's coming. Watch for the blues, cause I know that they dumping. Nothing in my view, so it's hush on discussion. Hush on discussions, you know what you need to. I keep it in the pan to let you know that I don't need you. Y'all cats be seeking, heading out to peace. You been king, I'm regal, got it in my abyss. You came through, tripping, Aquafina, I'm sipping 15, kept a weapon on me. Blow, make digits, I'm on my business, stack chicken like what it's gonna be. Crew in the cut, and hey, you want us to run when I tell a bit peace. Love is love. Love is love. I Hold up with it. Got my back on Pippin, bitch. I'm back in kitchens with the tray. Bitch, windows tinted like how black my skin is. Scoop the shorty in it from a J. Swish, she got vision just like any women giving me the kitten. Way before the riches, nothing more to mention. I could light a block of powder or the glisten. Boring on my body, that's a gorilla linen. I can't do trippin' Aquafina. I'm sippin' 15, kept a weapon on me. Blow make bitches, I'm on my business. Stack chicken like what it's gon' be. When the cut, and hey, you want us to run when I tell a bit peace. Love is love. Love is love. Adios. Love is love. Love is love. Adios. Love is love. Love is love.